New Year's Eve prophecy update. What to expect in 2018. That is where we are going. So consider this, that Isaac Newton is purported to have said, about the time of the end, a body of men will be raised up who will turn their attention to the prophecies and insist upon their literal interpretation in the midst of much clamor and opposition. I personally believe we're at the time of the end, and there is much clamor, and there is much opposition toward the teachings of the times of the end and what the Bible has to say. But what did Jesus have to say in the likes of what Isaac Newton said? Jesus said this in Matthew 24 when he was asked by his disciples, gives the sign of the destruction of the temple, he talked about that, and the end of the age and when you're coming again. Jesus said, take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying I am the Christ and will deceive many, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. <clears throat> for nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And just for the record, uh, nation against nation, uh, the word nation is a Greek word, ethnos, it means, gives, gives their English word ethic, means people group against people group. In the last days, we will have all kinds of people groups fighting each other. Uh, we, are, we are living it. If there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places, all these are the beginning of sorrows or are like labor pains upon a woman about to give birth, increasing in frequency and intensity. That's what that phrase, beginning of sorrows, means. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another. Boy, is that happening. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many, and that's happening. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. That's happening. But he endures to the end, will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. Just for the record, there in verse 14 where Jesus said the gospel will be preached in all the nations and then the end will come, that is fulfilled during the tribulation period when there's 144,000 Jews who are saved proclaiming the gospel and an angel goes throughout the entire planet proclaiming the gospel and there are two witnesses, many believe Moses and Elijah proclaiming the gospel. So that ultimately happens and is fulfilled during the tribulation period. Verse 15 Jesus went on and said, Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, in other words, when the Antichrist is in the temple, in the holy, of, in, on the holy place, then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him who is on the housetop not go down and take anything out of his house. And let him who is in the field not go back. But woe to those who are pregnant and those who are nursing. And pray that your flight may not be on the Sabbath. For then there will be great tribulation such as not been since the beginning of the world until this time nor, nor ever shall be. Unless those days were shortened, no flesh should be saved, but for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Okay. 2017, in my estimation, as someone who teaches a lot of Bible prophecy, was a very significant year. And if you take the Bible uh, literally in the areas of Bible prophecy, like Isaac Newton says, and like Jesus uh, tells us to. By the way, people say, don't take it literally. Well, Jesus is saying, this is what you're going to look for, right? So I take it literally. 
Jesus says do it, so I'm going to do it, regardless of what Isaac Newton says. If you do it, then things start to make sense. You can look at the world and go, aha, I, I can tell that things are happening exactly as the Bible said they would, not so I would be afraid, so, but so that I would have my faith built, that I would be strengthened because I know Jesus is on the throne. Daniel said it this way in Daniel chapter 12. For in those last days, especially as you look at the nation of Israel and then the tribulation, the signs we just read about, in those days, the angel told Daniel, the wicked will continue to do wickedly. They will just continue in their, to increase in their sin. And then he said, the wicked will not understand. However, the angel told Daniel, but the wise will understand. The wise will look at the world, and they will look at what the Bible has to say, and they will go, aha, I get it. I can tell exactly what's going on. And Amos the prophet wrote that God does nothing unless he first reveals it through the prophets. And in an article about what is coming in 2018, prophecy teacher Damon Duck cites many things, especially pertaining to Israel and Trump's coming peace agreement. And by the way, he is working on a peace agreement. We'll get to that in a little bit. Also regarding Saudi Arabia and Iran. And then Damon Duck states, if things are developing the way he expects them to, the world, this is to quote him, will be very different 12 months from now. I believe it's true, too. There's some bad stuff, because there always is, but I also believe there's going to be some good stuff coming in 2018. I, I think it's going to be very significant. So let's think of some of the big news of 2017. We have um, hurricanes, devastating hurricanes, over $300 billion of devastation in 2017 in America. We have hurricanes that have been devastating, devastating earthquakes in various parts of the world. We have uh, the worst fire season that I've read about in the history of the state of California. Uh, there is uh, the bubonic plague outbreak and the pneumonic plague outbreak. What's the pneumonic plague? Did you hear about that? Pneumonic, it's air, so you cough, you sneeze, the plague catches. There is a concern that in six months, that'd be June of 2018, this plague outbreak is going to become severe. So these are reports by the CDC. Uh, and then what else did we have? We had terror attacks. We had Las Vegas. Remember that? You know, it's so unfortunate, the world in which we live, and there's so many events going on that we forgot about Las Vegas, right? New York City terror attacks, a Texas church terror attack, remember that? So you have these, these things that have been happening. And then, of course, there's wars and rumors of wars, and, and um, what's Trump uh, agreeing to move the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. We'll, we'll get into that, those things, in a little bit, in the world's reaction. So with that, one year ago tonight, I made some predictions but I didn't predict this. This is on Drudge today and last night. Did you see this? This is weather in the United States. So out here in the we on the West Coast, it's been hot. It's like you go outside and you're thinking, man, don't show pictures to my friends back east because they might want to come here. I don't know. But then they look at the laws in the state of California and they're thinking, I'm never going there. Right? Which, which, you know. So here we have cold records smashed. 
feels like minus 55 in North Dakota, probably was minus 55, a little ice age, live chill map, and uh, so this is for the next few days, by the way, so it's really, really cold, you've seen the news. Um, then there's this in Iran. How many of you have noticed, have read that in Iran, Iran now has these major protests going on against the government, right? So Iran is rocked by protests. If you've been here on Sunday nights, you know that we have a ministry that reaches out to Iran uh, and a TV ministry, six million people through Iran alive that hear the gospel. Four million of them they know are Muslims that are hearing the gospel, and the gospel is being proclaimed, and people are coming to faith in Christ. And I look at this as significant as the gospel's gone in, and the people are saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, we don't like what's happening here, and Jesus is saving people. But Iran is rocked by protests. <clears throat> Day Iran, the capital warns, hardliner counter rallies, internet has been blocked and so forth, so I'm not able to hear the gospel right now. Probably not able to watch this program right now. Uh, here's this. Also on Drudge, early stages of regime change, a time for revolution. Demonstrators are beaten. Trump says the world is watching to see what is going to go on with Iran. So we're watching that, and, and how does that play into Ezekiel 38, or does it play into Ezekiel 38, if the current regime in Iran is toppled, and there's a peaceful movement in Iran? Wouldn't that be a remarkable thing? Wow, that sure would. So what else? 2017. A spiritual awakening shakes Trump White House biggest in over 100 years. I don't know if that's true, all right? You know, you read these things. Um, I don't know, you know? I, I read decades ago, Bob Dylan was saved, and then I read that wasn't true, but now I'm reading it is true again. So I don't, I don't know. But I found this significant, uh, that article from earlier in the month of December. And then, uh, and then there's this. This is reported on InfoWars. I pulled this up. Uh, because this says, must watch, 2017 was an epic year in the global awakening. I would agree. Epic year in the global awakening. So a year ago, I made some predictions, New Year's Eve 2016, for what was going to happen in 2017. So this is going to take about two minutes. We're going to go through those, and then I'm going to tell you what I believe is coming in 2018. You ready? Okay. So I put a smiley face next to the ones I believe I got right. <laughs> Here's one. Hey, a smiley face, right? And these are quotes that I actually had in my notes, so you can fact check what I say. You can go back and listen to last New Year's Eve message. You can even watch it with these quotes. Donald Trump is not Jesus. I did say that. Was I right? Yes, okay. And then I said, but he can move the embassy to Jerusalem. I think he will. He will give strength to the nation of Israel. Now, I went back and forth on that throughout the year. However, I said that a year ago tonight, so I'm good with it. I gave myself a smiley face. Okay, what else do we have? <clears throat> Here's the next one. The government will vote to defend, defund the UN. Now, they didn't totally do it, so, but listen to this, all right? This was Christmas Day. This is a Christmas present. UN Ambassador Nikki Haley announced Sunday, that would be December 24th, the day before Christmas, the report came out on December 25th, Christmas Day. UN Ambassador Nikki Haley announced Sunday that the United States negotiated a $285 million cut in the UN bloated budget for the next year. So for me, you know what? So, so anyways, so it wasn't a defund, but I gave myself a smiley face because I can, right? And then what else did Nikki Haley say? Well, I'm not going to get into that. We don't have time. We have too much to talk about Jerusalem. So let's move on. 
Ah. If the U.S. government, I quote this quote for me, does not remove the U.N. from New York City and America, then I believe that God will remove them. That, that hasn't happened yet. Uh, too bad, so sad. <laughs> what else? <clears throat> God will turn the decision that America and the U.N. have made against Israel on its head. Before the end of 2016, the U.N., as usual, makes these notorious decisions against Israel, uh, stating that the Wailing Wall doesn't belong to the Jews. It's Muslim property, that kind of thing. They were doing that at the end of 2016. The former presidential administration was going along with all these UN decisions. In fact, the former presidential administration had given hundreds of millions of dollars to the Palestinian Authority that essentially was funding Hamas. And, and uh, now that all got retracted. Um, and so, I, I, you know what? It didn't totally go this way, but I personally, it really has been turned on its head because everything has turned around in the last couple of months regarding Israel. And now uh, this takes me to the next thing. Uh, one more, uh, two more quotes, I think. Um, God will show himself faithful to his people of the covenant and that Israel will come out of this year, 2017, blessed, which I personally believe they have. <laughs> Almost done. Israel will be the safest place on earth in 2017. You might think not. They are. I want you to think of the United States, Las Vegas, New York City, Texas. You think of Europe. You think of Syria. You think of Iraq. You start looking at Russia. You start looking at other countries. And you look at Israel and you go, wow, I hear all the rumblings of how, how the, all this war is going to be in Israel. It didn't happen. And uh, you have a person stabbed here and a person stabbed there. People get stabbed in Hemet, California like every day. You know, in, in Chicago, in Los Angeles, in big cities. And, and so I look at it, and, and uh, so there you have it. It is his last one. It is possible that if America's leadership in Washington turns to support Israel, then God will relent from judging America at this time. Pray for that. That was uh, one of the last things I said last year, and I believe that still holds true. So let's pray. Um, pray about these things. Okay, with that. Let's move on and look at 2018. I'm not going to look at everything. We only have so much time. So I'm going to pull out things that I personally believe are significant as they pertain to Bible prophecy. So the, for the first one, uh, it is technology. Uh, what, is regard, what, what is going on regarding technology? Um, think of this. China quietly builds the world's largest DNA database. All right, now, that's significant because there's already databases <clears throat> that are enormous, that are so large they could contain all the information of every person on the planet multiple times over, 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 and over again. Yet China has just built a bigger one. Why does this matter? Because book of Revelation, uh, uh, chapter 13, there's coming a time that, many of you know this, no one will be able to buy or sell unless they receive the mark of the beast. There must be a database that's large enough to be able to contain all the information of all of the people in the world. Those databases, plural, are out there. And now China is on board and has created this one that is enormous. Here's another one. This is just from the other day. That'd be yesterday, December 30. 2017, report in Zero Hedge. You ready? 
Department of Homeland Security announces program to illegally scan American faces. That'd be your faces. Are you an American? It's your faces, right? These face scans are going to go into a database. Now, I've been following these things for quite some time. Eye scans, face scans, hand scans. If you understand the mark of the beast, no one can buy or sell unless they receive the mark of the beast on their right hand or on their forehead. Think face scan, right? So all of the technology is not just in place. These things are already happening, right? Have we entered the time of the mark of the beast? No, we haven't. But we can see how close we are when we understand the technology is here. But then here's this one. Bloomberg reported <coughs> yesterday, nobody's ready for the killer robot. Aha, so you laugh about the killer robot. You will not be laughing in a couple more minutes. Okay, you ready? Here's my prediction. And keep that in mind. It says nobody's ready for the killer robot. The encouragement 2018 and excitement to worship machines and nature, because I know what the Bible says, Romans chapter 1, that in the last days, or teaches that the day is coming when people will worship the creation rather than the, uh, the, the creator. They'll worship nature instead of God. So I know that. But this I'm going to stick specifically with machines. The encouragement and excitement to worship machines will escalate because men will refuse to accept the true God of heaven. How do I know that? Well, I'm going to show you how I know that. Ready? So Jesus said this. We read it in Matthew chapter 24. He answers and says to his disciples, Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. So take it. He that no one deceives you, there will be many who will be deceived by false Christs, and false prophets will also rise up and deceive many. Okay. Think of this. This says, humans will worship artificial intelligence Messiah, God, robot, religion expected to boom. Some of you have heard about this. Some of you have not, so I'm going to fill you in, okay? <clears throat> I've followed this throughout the year. <clears throat> it's going to increase. I'm telling you, it's going to increase. Why? Because people reject God, okay? This new religion from a Silicon Valley pioneer worships AI, artificial intelligence, as an emergency, uh, emerging godhead. The coming age of near-complete automation is bringing with it a great amount of fear in the face of tremendous job losses. That's one problem, because robots will be able to do your jobs, right? And these are lots of jobs, even, even surgeries, right? So you start looking at it, you're going, this isn't just flipping burgers at McDonald's. This is a big, big deal. Architecture, engineering, start thinking that. And this says, and if Elon Musk is to be believed, Elon Musk who invented Tesla, is to be believed an AI-led elimination of humanity altogether. Artificial and killer robots will eliminate man altogether. So, do you, you ever? How many of you saw the movies with Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger, um, Terminator? Okay, a lot of you, right? That is what is being projected to happen unless Jesus comes back. Here's the good news: I know Jesus is coming back, and the world's not going to end that way. So that's the good news. But Elon Musk says this is the way things are going. 
But there are also people who view the future with optimism, looking at advanced machine brains as necessary extensions of ourselves that will supercharge our capabilities. And then there are some who think the machines will literally become our new gods. Anthony Lewandowski, a former Google engineer known for his pioneering work and self-driving car at Waymo, that being Alphabet, Alphabet subsidiary, has filed paperwork to register an artificial intelligence-based nonprofit religious corporation called Way of the Future. So a church. Way, we're called 412 Church, right? This church is called Way of the Future. So you thought, we had a weird name? They got a weird name. What will this new church believe in? Here it is. Its mission, according to paperwork founded, uh, found by Wilfred's uh, Wired's, excuse me, back channel is to develop and promote the realization of a Godhead based on artificial intelligence and through understanding and worship of the Godhead contribute to the betterment of society. This describes Revelation chapter 13 that not only must you worship the Antichrist and the false prophet, you must worship the image of the beast that appears to be a man-made entity that has some type of life that is given to it. According to the smartest people in the world, this is the direction of machines, and now there's a religion that is set up to do just that. Wow! Doesn't stop there. How many of you are familiar with Burning Man? <clears throat> some of you? Okay, is this. Burning Man just released their 2018 theme, and you won't guess what it is. You ready? This goes along the same lines. So Burning Man is an event out in the desert. Um, it says, recently we re reported that the Google founders chose their CEO by taking him to Burning Man's once-a-year event, a ritualistic New Age event of desolation. Burning Man released their plans for 2018, appropriately theming the Black Rock-based event as iRobot. Each year they have a theme. It's iRobot. Here's what they say about the event, right? On BurningMan.org. So you can, you can fact check the stuff I'm saying, by the way. Please do! This year's art theme will focus on the many forms of artificial intelligence that permeate our lives. From the humble algorithm and its uh, subroutines that sift us, sort us, and surveil us, to automated forms of labor that supplant us. Are we entering a golden age that frees us all from mindless labor? Everything, it seems, depends on HMI, human-machine interface, in a world increasingly controlled by smart machines who will master and who will be the slave. Will it be man the master or man the slave? Right? That's what it's asking. This is their own website, right? And yet, if we turn the telescope around and regard the capacity of robots to process information and draw conclusions from almost unlimited databases, it becomes possible to imagine a world in which most of our friends or even all of our friends will be robots. We will be surrounded by a slave labor force. Having outsourced our minds, we might choose to outsource ourselves. So this is, again, these are the smartest minds in the world that are telling us things are going this way. And as you read Elon Musk and um, uh, the Windows guy, the super rich Windows guy, what's his name? Bill Gates, right? 
It's like forgetting my own name almost. Uh, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Stephen Hawking, they're saying, look, this is the problem. We're going to pass the Rubicon. And once machines become smarter than man, we won't be able to stop them. That's the direction things are going. Scary? You don't have to be. Because there's an image of the beast. There's a database. There's a mark of the beast. Jesus said all these things are coming. And guess what? He is coming. Matthew chapter 24, Jesus said, unless the days were shortened, man would eliminate himself. Was Jesus looking forward to something like that? And say, no, I've got to shorten up the days. Right? So we started looking at this going, wow, this is coming fast. All right? So ready? Let's move on to number two. There's only five. Ready? Number two um, is lawlessness. I'm not sure if you've noticed, but lawlessness seems to be the rule of everything. So Jesus said this in Matthew 24, and because of lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. So we enter into 2017. We have the the Women's March. We have uh, the FBI. We've got Clinton. We've got Comey. We have Donald Trump. We have Mueller. We have Manafort. We have... um, uh, all these different in- individuals. We have sex scandals. We have terror in Las Vegas, New York City, the Texas church, right? We have tearing down of statues. Have you paid attention this year? We have judges that, that are going to, uh, against decisions. We have um, all kinds of, we have California d- decision makers that even liberals are starting to say something's wrong in Sacramento. Now that is, seriously, we're starting to find out, as conservatives are divided into two categories, we're finding out liberals are divided into two categories too. There's a super progressive and there's the others that are going, this is insane. This is pure insanity as, as laws are being passed that are making absolutely no sense whatsoever. And then you enter into all these things, you enter into Antifa. And, 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 the, and, and this list could go on and on, but you think of the sex scandals, a Kevin Spacey, who is a Hollywood actor, is one of the major uh, ac- um, ones that accusations were brought up regarding sex scandals. Uh, he's a star in, the, I think it's the HBO series, House of Cards. And uh, we're looking at the whole House of Cards, and this thing looks like it's collapsing. So we're watching Hollywood. We're watching the, the entire entertainment industry. We're watching Congress. We're watching Senate. We're, we're, it's just on and on and on. Now, this is pretty obvious. Um, I believe that this lawlessness is going to increase in 2018. It's going to get really bad. I believe things are going to, as things have been getting exposed at the end of 2017, I believe they're going to be exposed and exposed and exposed. God is going to show us what we're made of, right? And we're going to see this. So here's a prediction I have for a lawlessness in 2018. This is, this is a might bother some of y'all, but this is the direction I think things are going. The FBI investigation of Donald Trump will also lead to the arrest and imprisonment of Clinton associates. So it's not just, so, well, apparently I know how some of you feel. So I'm bringing that up because what we are watching, we have um, uh, the different people in Trump's campaign have been charged and then you have, or they've been, you know, whatever it is. And we're starting to watch this people connected with Hillary Clinton. And we are watching these emails being discovered. I'm telling you, I have, I have information that I I'm not going to share with you tonight. I, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just plain not. I'm gonna, you know, it, I, there's link after link after link, and I just, it is what it is. Um, things, 
I'm telling you, here's what's, here's what's going on. I know, as I was talking with somebody that's very much in the know, has inside friends, and I said, here's what I know, and they're telling me everything, and this person, and that person, and this is what happened here, and I mean, they're showing me documents, and I've seen them, and, and I, okay, I said, here's what I know personally. I know what the Bible says. So what I know ultimately is what has taken place. There is, and, and I'm not doing this to sound like a conspiracy nut. I'm doing this because I know in the last days there is a conspiracy of a new world order. The Bible tells me so. Revelation chapter 13, there's a global, uh, there's, a, there's a, a push to have a global government. Uh, Revelation chapter 17, there are 10 kings or 10 elite leaders that are running everything, that give their power to the Antichrist, their control. Take it from here. And so we have this upsetting throughout both Europe and the United States. We have this uprising in Iran. People are coming to faith in Christ in Iran. So we are watching these things take place throughout the world. And uh, this is my personal opinion, um, that after the rapture takes place, whenever that is, there's going to be a massive vacuum that's created and the New World Order people that are trying to drive things right now are going to make sure they will never miss their opportunity again to bring about their global world government. It will come in like a flood. It'll come in overnight when the rapture takes place. And, and so, so I see all of these things taking place. So I was telling this person, I said, I don't know about all your stuff you have, but I do know what the Bible says, so none of these things surprise me at all, coming from liberal, conservative, or anything. It's a mess. The more man has done without God, the more man has messed everything up. Because that's what men do. Men mess stuff up. I don't, have you noticed that? I mean, look at our world. Do I have to tell you about California again? No, you live here, right? Let's move on to this one. Wars and rumors of wars. This will be quick, and then we're going to get into two. That will be rather intriguing. So of wars and rumors of wars, I couldn't skip this because we have so much going on. So Jesus said there would be wars and rumors of wars, nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom, right? So we have Russia and China that are aggressively expanding their nuclear arsenal. Um, we have top Marine general. Uh, this was just a week or so ago. Top Marine general said there is a war coming. Not get prepared, there might be. There is a war coming. You get that? Okay, that's not Tom from Hemet saying this. This is the Tom from Hemet is quoting a Marine general as saying this to his troops, right? And then we have this in the news um, yesterday, uh, reported by The Hill. Uh, North Korea says it will continue preparing preemptive attacks with nuclear force. I want you to think of this, that Jesus said there'd be wars and rumors of wars. There's always been. He even said there will always be that way, right? But in the last days, they'll increase in frequency and intensity like birth pains upon a, a pregnant woman. Never in the history of the world have the wars and rumors of wars been nuclear like they are now. China, Russia, North Korea, Iran, India, Pakistan, the United States, Israel. You start looking at down the list and you realize, wow, Saudi Arabia wants to get nukes. So what we're happening, what's happening now is these wars and rumors of wars have gone from being localized and big, you think of World War I and World War II, big to beyond our imagination. We've never imagined wars and rumors of wars like this before. 
So I, I listen, I understand some of the things I'm telling you may seem a little bit scary. Is that okay? Sorry. But it is what it is. Let me move on to this. Jesus, understand this, Jesus told us these things. So when you see these things, you will know, okay, I don't have to be afraid. I got it. They are happening like Jesus said they were going to happen. Therefore, I can be ready. Amen? Okay, so you ready for the next one? Okay, you might like this one. The economy, number four. What could possibly be good about the economy? Well, I'm going to show you. I don't think it's Bitcoin. How many of you have heard of Bitcoin? All right. So th I follow like this, Rudy Giuliani. Will somebody please just explain Bitcoin to me? <laughs> so when I think of Bitcoin, in my mind, I, I go somewhere more like this. I think of bits of coin. I think that is more fitting for that we hear cryptocurrency, all right? I believe that ultimately there's going to be digital currency because no one can buy or sell unless they receive the mark of the beast. The way to control that is through digital currency. All right, now this is me, all right? Now, you, some of you may invest in Bitcoin. I don't know how. I don't want to. I think it's trouble. That's me. I just do. I just do. Listen, I just, I don't know. Something just seems awfully fishy about it. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of cryptocurrencies out there. But with the economy... I do want to show you something, right? Because I find this absolutely intriguing. Jesus said this in Matthew 24, As the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark. Eating and drinking, they're getting married, they're having wedding ceremonies and receptions, right? Got that? And they did not know until the flood came and took them all away, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be, right? Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. That is what we are doing tonight. We are watching therefore. Jesus tells us to watch. So when you see these things, these things aren't just made up. This is being faithful to what God commands us to do. I want to watch. I want to be ready. I want to be excited. Jesus is coming. Therefore, verse 44, be ready. For the Son of Man is coming, notice this, at an hour you do not expect. Now he's talking to his disciples, right? He says it's coming at an hour that you don't expect. It seems to be an hour where people let their guard down. I believe even in the church, right? Now check this out. In Luke, Jesus went on, he also brought up Lot, so not just Noah and Lot. He said, likewise, same conversation, as it was also in the days of Lot, notice what they did. They ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. Business is good. Business is good. Um, they're buying, they're selling. And Jesus is coming at an hour when you do not expect, when people have their guard down. When things are really bad, you're ready. Oh, Lord, I'm looking up. War's everywhere. The economy goes good. Woohoo, let's go to Disneyland, right? You start spending our money. You, you do let your guard down. 
And we do. It's, 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 it's natural. So with that, here's my disclaimer, all right? I am not a financial advisor. For all of you watching on video, I'm not a financial advisor. I read my Bible, and I listen to the words of Jesus, and I try to do my best to connect the dots. So I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not an investment counselor. Do not take the words that I say and either divest or invest. And if it goes south for you, here's my disclaimer. You cannot blame me. You all heard me say that. Everybody heard me say it. It's now officially on YouTube. It is not my fault if you mess up your bank account. There are reports that the economy is going to bust because everything's exploding. There are reports that the economy is going to boom, right? What do I think is going to happen? This. I think the economy is going to race forward in the United States. Uh, not necessarily California. Um, I've read a lot of reports about California. Yikes. But um, this article from Goldman Sachs says the U.S. economy will boom in 2018. I'm seeing reports of people saying expect the stock market to hit about 50,000. Th those things are unheard of, right? So understand something real simple about this. And, and this is uh, the main reason I say this is because business looks good in the last days. Jesus comes at an hour when you do not expect. People are buying and selling and building. That's what happens when the economy is good. I have a friend who is really in the know, doesn't teach Bible prophecy publicly, super brainiac guy. And he's, he's been saying for years, the economy is going to boom. I have some other commentators I've read about Bible prophecy. They've said, look, when you see it booming, that's the hour you don't expect. That's what it should be like because of this, this passage we just looked at. So, Given that, the United States, when you look at the entire world, is the most stable country in the world, whether you believe it or not. It is. With Barack Obama, the United States was the most stable country in the world. With Donald Trump, the United States is the most stable country in the world. It, it was, and it still is. Oh, we've got issues. We, I mean, I'm not saying we don't have issues. There's not a country that doesn't have issues. But as far as investors are concerned, if you're a multi-billionaire and you're thinking, where am I going to pour my money? And your chances, your, your, your choices are pretty limited. Am I going to put it in Russia? <laughs> no, you're not. Russians are going to say, can I get my money into the United States, right? So hence we have a lot of problems here. But um, you can start to see things, right? The super rich are going to invest in U.S. businesses. Because it is still, their money's got to go somewhere. They're not going to leave it in the bank in their own country that's deteriorating. They've got to put it in the safest place that they can. And, and it appears with decisions that are made and continue to be made, the United States is it. I believe it's going to continue to be it. And also, as far as investing goes, I was telling somebody not too long ago, I said, if you really want to invest good and you think you're, and you're not a believer and you think you're going to be here during the tribulation, Invest in the artificial intelligence industry. That thing's going to take off during the Mark of the Beast days. I'm looking at it going, man, I mean, I mean, seriously, I mean, it's not going to go well for you. Eventually, it's going to go really bad. You're better off just getting saved. Um, there may be regional 
regional recessions. No doubt about it. There's some places in the world that have really bad economies, suffering severely right now. But a major economic collapse that some of the financial pundits are saying is coming to the world, I don't believe that kind of collapse is going to come until the beginning of the tribulation. Up until that time, I think it's going to be booming. During the tribulation period, there's a rider on the black horse that comes out. And when the rider on the black horse comes out, look out, baby, everything is going down, and it is going down fast. That rider on the black horse is the third horseman of the apocalypse. But nevertheless, so I think personally, eh, not such a bad year, 2018, for your bank accounts. If I'm wrong, next year I'll put a sad face next to my prediction, all right? <laughs> so there you have it. Ready? Uh, number five, Israel. Okay, here we go. So what do we have about Israel? Well, in Isaiah chapter 46, God says, I declare the end from the beginning, from ancient times, things that are not yet done, for I will place salvation in Zion for Israel my glory. I will do it. Israel's the apple of God's eye, right? Um, everything comes down to Israel and the Jewish people when it comes to understanding where we are in the timeline of the last days. All of the other things, economy, earthquakes, technology, wouldn't have a place in end times if Israel was not in the position it is today. But because it is, that's what makes you go, aha, everything's happening right now, all right? With that, in the days of David, the Bible says this, in 1 Chronicles chapter 12, the sons of Issachar, who had an understanding of the times, knew what Israel ought to do. So as we open up at the outset, I had mentioned that Daniel was told by the angel, in the last days, the wicked will do wickedly in the last days. They will not understand, but the wise will understand. Ah, those who have an understanding of the times know what Israel ought to do. No, it does come down to Israel. There's not a more telling sign of the days in which we live than that of the nation of Israel. So with that, I want you to think of this. J.M. Markell, prophecy teacher, and has become a friend of 412 Church, by the way, um, writes this regarding 2017. Jerusalem became a greater burdensome stone with Donald Trump's acknowledgement that this is truly Israel's capital and holy city. And then she quotes Zechariah chapter 12, verse 3. And then she says, greater controversy will surround Israel in the year ahead. I believe so. The Gog-Magog alliance, Ezekiel 38, 39, that war, went on fast forward. Iran, Turkey, and Russia are uniting with the primary goal in mind, coming against Israel as foreshadowed, foreshadowed in Ezekiel 38, 39. And Turkey's Erdogan threatens to wipe out all Jews after Trump's Jerusalem announcement. She says a new false god, little G, already quoted and talked about this, came on the scene and many hailed its arrival. An ex-Google executive is founding a church where artificial intelligence will be worshipped. <clears throat> she says, keep your eyes on this in 2018, the same thing I said. A tribulation temple talk escalated. This is the temple being built on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. It escalated after Trump's announcement concerning Jerusalem. 
One salacious, salacious scandal followed another in 2017, revealing that man's character now reflects the end times warnings of the Bible. Israel continued pounding targets in Syria, foreshadowing the day when she will carry out the prophetic verse of the destruction of Damascus in Isaiah chapter 17. That's coming, and we keep looking at that and looking at that. Just a few more. The idea of microchipping is now so accepted that one news outlet said people will soon be eager to get microchipped. So uh, think of, um, again, the mark of the beast, right? These things are happening. As predicted, evil is waxing worse and worse. Just a couple more. Uh, the terms peace and security are used in the Bible. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, it's false peace and security. The term was used with greater intensity recently. Donald Trump has been heralded as the president who will bring Israel peace and security. Peace and security is the concern when you hear that. It's like, ka-ching, really? On December 18, Fox News said President Trump would bring peace and security around the globe. The president stated that he has laid a pathway to peace and security in our world. <laughs> so just saying, you know. In spite of world turmoil, there's a greater business-as-usual atmosphere, particularly in America. Since Donald Trump has been president, the Dow Jones Industrial Average has closed at record highs 82 times. The Bible suggests there will be such a comfortable time on earth when Christ returns in spite of the frequent birth pangs. The last one, there's even more evidence that only Jesus ruling and reigning from Jerusalem will provide great government. It's become evident that man, mankind cannot drain the swamp filled with alligators and poisonous snakes. Washington is corrupt to the core because man's high, uh, mankind's heart is desperately uh, wicked. And then it goes, she goes on from there. So I want to I focus uh, these things and narrow down to Israel and Trump's agreement or Trump's uh, proclamation we're going to move the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. This says Trump team is working very hard on Mideast peace plan, uh, says his uh, ambassador, David uh, Friedman. So what's the big deal about that? Um, I believe peace is on the table. I'm going to get into those details in just a minute. We only got eight minutes, nine minutes left. Will you give me nine more minutes? Yeah, it's New Year's Eve, so, you know, I promise to not hold you past whatever time I say. So we're going to get to this peace thing in just a minute. I want to get to it before we close. But I want you to consider this, where Israel is with all of these things going on, all of the events that you and I are watching. The Bible tells us in the last days how Israel is going to be blessed. Ezekiel 28 says, Thus the Lord God says, When I have gathered the house of Israel from all the peoples, among whom they are scattered, and am hallowed in them in the sight of the Gentiles, then they will dwell in their own land, which I gave to my servant Jacob, and they will dwell safely there, build houses, plant vineyards. Isaiah 65, they shall build houses, inhabit them, plant vineyards, eat their fruit. Um, Isaiah 35, they will plant in the desert. They're going to grow fruit. They're going to be, uh, this, financially, Israel is going to be greatly blessed during the last days. Uh, Ambassador Yoram Edinger said this, think of this. He writes, quoting 
Adam Reuter in Israel, an island of success, he writes, from, Israel went from a $35 billion GDP in 1987 to a $358 billion GDP in 2017, 923% growth. Uh, from an 8,000 GDP per capita to $41,000, despite the dramatic expansion of the population. From a $4 billion foreign exchange reserve to a $112 billion foreign exchange reserve. And then this goes on and says, according to Citibank, the state of Israeli economy, uh, and especially the balance of payment surplus, has strengthened Israel's shekel compared to the U.S. dollar. Uh, China's $480 billion Alibaba, the electronic trade giant, established its first research and development center in Israel. Charles and David Koch Industries participate in a $75 to $150 million round of private investment in Israel's ultrasound technology. Japan's SoftBank led a $120 million round of private placement by Israel's artificial intelligence company. Additional investors include Menlo Park, Sequoia Capital, uh, General Catalyst, and then Google Ventures, and, and so forth. So this is what's happening in Israel. And, and now, ultimately, the things that are quoted from Ezekiel and Isaiah and Jeremiah aren't fulfilled until the Millennial Kingdom. But what we are watching, we are watching the desert bloom. We are watching the vineyards. We're watching the fruit bloom. We're watching the business come together. We are watching this time when the, is, the Jews are being gathered from the four corners of the earth. So I'm looking at all of this and starting to connect these dots, right? And then I want you to do this, because I'm going to close with two more predictions. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem, says Psalm 122, verse 6. May they prosper who love you, Jerusalem. All right? This is, do you realize this is a prayer request from God? People, Christians will say, I'm not praying for the peace of Jerusalem. That's God's prayer request, which I find so, in, personally, I find it interesting. Here's my prayer request. You want my prayer request? This is God to man. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. The ultimate peace won't come until Jesus comes back. The false peace is coming with the Antichrist. Again, I'll get to that in just a second. But here we go. Ready? Last two predictions. Is in 2018, there will be a significant increase in anti-Semitism in Europe and in universities in America. Now, that might not be a big deal, but I say this every year, but this is the first year I've used the word significant. It's been increasing, increasing, increasing. 2018 is going to be bad. Uh, just two things I want to show you up on the screens. German Jewish leader warns that Jews may require police protection as anti-Semitism escalates. Germany, Hitler, Nazi. Got it? Now check this out. This appeared in the news yesterday from the Jerusalem Post. France sets up tax department to investigate Jews. I don't know if any of you heard about that. Um, this is real. So... It's, they've hired 20 Hebrew-speaking investigators. They are hiring five more Hebrew-speaking investigators. Their one purpose is to go after Jews for tax evasion. So you remember in the United States, we had the IRS going after conservatives. You know, I don't think a religious affiliation was so much as just conservatives. This is targeting Jews. When you look at the days of Hitler, you look at the days today in Europe, Friends, I'm telling you, it started happening. Once it started happening with Hitler, it started to fall like dominoes. It's happening already, all right? I need you to understand, it is happening in, to Jews throughout the world, and more and more Jews. Olivier Melnick will be here next Sunday night. 
I'm going to have him address this specifically, especially him leaving France and knowing what France is like for Jews, right? Um, but um, uh, eventually, it's going to go this way for Jews in America, too, because God is going to draw his people from all four corners of the earth. That would include America, too. But right now, that's real. This isn't Pastor Tom. I didn't sit there in my office and make up a fake article for you. There is fake news out there. I promise you I'm not using any fake news. Last prediction. Israel has a good chance of suffering from a major attack in 2018. Nevertheless, Israel will prevail because God is with them. Okay. With that, I'm going to try and put this into perspective for you in four minutes. That says I have three minutes. Again, you're giving me four, right? Damon Duck, the one I quoted in the very beginning, wrote this. Just, Just think about these things. On May 14, 2018, Israel will celebrate the 70th anniversary of the founding of the Jewish nation. 70 is clearly one of the several numbers that have special significance in the Bible. Jacob took 70 people to Egypt. Israel spent 70 years in Babylon. There are 70 weeks in Daniel, 70 members of the Sanhedrin, etc., etc., etc. He writes, it seems logical that in 2018, again, May 14, 2018, in, May, in 2018 could be a significant year in the history of Israel, because it'll be 70 years. I cannot predict the future, but two startling events are shaping up. First, President Trump clearly intends to release a peace proposal in 2018, and one startling fact about this is the likelihood that Israel, most of the Arabs, and the PA, Palestinian Authority, will come to some kind of an agreement. The peace proposal that President Trump's advisors are working on is much more than a U.S. creation. It's the product of several weeks of behind-the-scenes discussions with Israel, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Jordan, and others. It's being hailed as a Trump proposal, but it's actually the creation of many entities. Daniel chapter 9 is the covenant with many, Israel and many, right? So just think of these things. Peace and negotiations have taken place and failed for almost 70 years. Those that are working on this proposal appear to have reached the conclusion that 70 years of negotiations are enough. The time to solve this issue has come. There are reports that the old plans are dead, and the U.S., Israel, and several Arab nations are working on a new proposal that would be pre-approved, accepted, before it's made public. Interesting, isn't it? Behind the scenes, get it all done. Remember, Trump bills himself as the, the ultimate deal maker, right? Uh, Egypt and Jordan have objected to past plans, but they're involved in these discussions. Um, the Palestinian Authority, Mahmoud Abbas, um, will object to the proposals, but basically the Saudis own uh, Mahmoud Abbas and the Palestinian Authority, and they told Mahmoud Abbas, listen, you go along with this plan or you're done. So that's never happened before. You know, so we're looking at these things, right? Okay, so that's one thing. Now listen, it says there's two things. Second, it looks like 2018 could also produce an Arab war with Iran. Or it could be the year that Iran and others attack Israel. That'd be Gog, Magog, Ezekiel 38, 39, which we already talked about. Something must be done soon about Iran's progress in the development of nuclear weapons, or it'll be too late to stop her. There's much more to it, but on October 13, 2017, Trump refused to certify that Iran is keeping the, their part of the agreement. He made a case for attacking Iran and gave Congress 60 days to act before he did anything, the 60 days are up, and Congress hasn't done anything. What do you expect with Congress? Iran has shipped weapons, including missiles to Yemen. 
built weapons facilities in Lebanon and Syria. Iran has urged jihadists to fire rockets into Israel, refused to pull their troops out of Syria, threatened to send 80,000 Shiite fighters into the Middle East, and Yemen has fired an Iranian missile at Saudi Arabia's public airport. In fact, missiles were fired from the Houthis, Iran missiles, at the Saudi Arabia Royal Palace last week. Did you know that? They were. Uh, The war drums are beating, he writes, in the White House. The war drums are beating in Israel, Saudi Arabia, several other Arab nations. It looks like a coalition is forming to settle their differences, sign a peace treaty, and reshape the Middle East. He writes, this brings up many questions that can't be sorted out right now. From Psalm 83, the destruction of Damascus, Gog and Magog, uh, the destruction of Iran's nuclear facilities, I would add to it, what's going on right now with Iran with their protests from the people. Uh, But, he writes, it is enough to ask, could 2018 be the year that these startling events take place? If it is, and this is what I said earlier, the world will be a very different place 12 months from now. So I look at all of this, folks, I put everything together, not to scare us, but to help us know, man, this is what I think is possible. Number six, be ready, the rapture could take place in 2018. Notice I didn't say it will. That is not a prediction. (laughs) That is a could, and I even underlined it for you. With all of that, when you see these things begin to take place, look up for your redemption draws near. I look at these things for me, I, you know what I say? Come quickly. Yeah, woohoo. <laughs> My throat's kind of bugging me, so I can't do that. Woohoo. Um, but Jesus is coming soon. I absolutely believe it. Come quickly, Lord Jesus, is what we're instructed to pray at the end of the Bible. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. But all these things together help us to know, folks, we're almost there.